Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Late Game Heroics. It's been a while. Well, it has been a while. It's just, I think waiting for the trade deadline ended up being the smart move instead of recording last night. Uh, yeah, we would, we would have been right back here. Right back here. As always, I'm joined by my uh, my esteemed uh, colleagues, Mr. Shea. What's good, everybody? Joy, what's happening, buddy? Nothing much. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing. You know, nothing's going on right now. It's not like there's a Super Bowl and a trade deadline. And, you know, it's not like the the uh, the Big Twelve decided to let Texas and them leave early. You know, nothing's going on. Nothing, nothing big. All right. So before we get into the trade deadline. Let's briefly talk about kind of legacy when it comes to LeBron and the scoring title. Uh, I watched it live. Did you watch it live, Joe? I did not. I I was asleep. I woke up. How are, you, how are you? How are you the one that's that's? We're on the East Coast time zone. What's going on with that? <laughs> how are you the one sleep? Like we should be the one sleep. Putting a hard day's work, you get tired. Oh, we, you, you got to remember my work. I got to remember I worked with you. You know, I've worked with you before. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I thought I thought everything went off nice. I figured I figured when he when he got under forty points against the Pelicans that this is probably going to be a a likely and. You know, everybody. I mean, it felt like in it felt like a Shaq Kobe era LA crowd. You know, the stars were out, the crowd was lively. The crowd hadn't been that lively since Kobe's last game. Yeah, I agree with that. But here he stands at 38, was 38, 888. Where he's standing, well, he's a little bit more than that. He scored a few more points, but now he has a reasonable shot. LeBron has a reasonable shot at forty thousand points. Do you think at forty thousand he's just retired and just be like, just forty thousand should be like the nice round number, kind of like in baseball when, like, for those of you who grew up in 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 the the home run derby era, uh, the Sosa, Bonds, Wire, <laughs> you know, the H- you knew it, the H era. <laughs> You knew, but you knew what that number was. You knew that number, like that summer, because I remember watching all those games, you knew what that number was, right? Yeah. Like it was a nice, like, it wasn't like a random number, it was a nice number to get to. What do you think this does to his legacy? Or does it do anything at all? Or does it solidify a few things? I think it's I mean, just, uh, his, uh, a testament to his <clears throat> his longevity. I mean, still putting up thirty points a game at the age of thirty eight is unheard of. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I think he could get past 
if he's if he's trying to stay in the league till Bronny gets there, I think he'd definitely get past 40. He'd probably be up there around the 40, 41,000, 42 maybe. So, yeah, that, that's crazy. It's, he a specimen, man. He, he continues to work on his body in the offseason. Uh, eating right, doing the little things to keep his body right, and it's congratulations. That's that's definitely an accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys already know his his legacy is already cemented to me. This is well, you're an Ohio guy, so yeah, of course, that, he's, that, yeah, yeah. You're just adding toppings to the Sunday. But like like he's mentioned, longevity is a thing, and sometimes people will have longevity and stay around, but they're nowhere near as efficient as him. And it's just. And I'm really glad Cream got his flowers that night too. Like I think sometimes we forget that like these. These cats who paved, you know, that paved the way for all of this. Like, oh yeah, there, there wasn't a three-point shot. Like there was. Yeah, like if you if you look at the comparison between like games and three-point shots, like what he did was bananas in itself. Yeah, Kareem has a shot that no one else, you you know, (laughs) that no one else replicates. Or attempts. Or ten, I would. I do wish somebody would adopt the sky. I, I would have thought in the perfect world Davis would adopt the sky hook, but we'll get to Davis here later because I got some. Oh, uh, didn't like the Davis body language during that yeah. entire game. I know. I it, mean, there, there's only a couple like signature NBA moves that like you're like that is his. You kind of say Dirk. That little kick, the little leg kick. Yeah. yeah. Little one foot fadeaway. Jordan, I mean, Jordan, Jordan, like <laughs> Jordan has his fadeaway. He has his dunks. He has his, uh, the tongue out, the tongue out layup package, you know. Um, you know, it's just, I think that sometimes we don't appreciate greatness as it, as it presents itself. You know, the one thing I've learned in the last years is just kind of like, when you see greatness, just kind of appreciate it. No matter whether it's baseball, basketball, football, fucking weightlifting, like, I'm just yeah, fascinated. A lot of a lot of sports talk has now turned into, even just normal conversations has turned into a debate show format. Yeah. It has to be one. No, it don't have to be one, man. Like, there's... Yeah, you, G, already know me. I, I go at it with him all the time about the gold and all that stuff. But I, I, I recognize, hey, LeBron there, got. Good. There was never a question about LeBron being one of the greatest. You know, it's like, it's, generation it's, is a factor. Yeah, and people don't want to act like it is, but it is. Yeah, it is always been that killer instinct with me and. LeBron, he he can have those moments, but he's not that type of player. He's he gets p- people involved. That's why he's 
but he's fourth on the assist list now. And oh, you mean you mean he always makes the right play? He passed up. He passed up Nash. I don't want to say nothing crazy, but like, do we need to like go back and relook at Nash's career? Look at those two MVPs. Are we sure one of those MVPs ain't Kobe's MVP? Well, we already know one of them. We know that's Kobe's MVP. Because I know that, oh, look, no offense. I love, I love Kobe, you know, but that 08 MVP, that's Chris Paul's MVP. And they gave it to Kobe because Kobe got screwed out of the one from Nash. That's why I'm mad about the Nash thing. But do we need to sit down and have a conversation about Nash's career? Like, it's... Did it reach the heights it, it should have reached, or did it just he almost got there? Well, I mean, with with MVPs, sometimes they give it to I don't want to say like the underdog, but like they give it to a nice story. Yeah. Yeah, like when Derrick Rose won the MVP. Should have been LeBron's too. You can't piss off the Writers Association. <laughs> you can't piss off the Basketball Writers Association. They were still mad about the decision, like, and I think it was less about the decision and more about what the decision led to. Which mm-hmm. we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about the trade deadline, but I'll just say this: after watching what's happening, trade deadline, and kind of watching the, the last two years. We're headed towards the lockout, boys and girls. The lockout is coming. If I'm the owners, if if I'm like, you know, if I'm like the Nets owner, you you you're pissed right now, right? Right? He he had a bar right now. Feel like that. Like he's sitting at the end of the bar by himself. <laughs> he, he he's pissed that no championships came out of it but maybe you could have saw, saw it coming with bringing Harden Durant and Earth like those aren't like I guess you could say like those aren't like three of the most level headed superstars that, that was a, that was a hope that it would work that was not a guarantee that's true I just think that I just think that I'm not saying like 90 percent of the time I'm in the I'm in the corner of the players because I know how hard it is, uh, you know, for the players to get a kind of especially in like the NFL. But like man, in the NBA, man, these players are demanding stuff. Like the Ben Simmons thing, like the fact that like Ben Simmons is <laughs> just, just you want to show me an example of just like bad, just like player empowerment. Just a picture of Ben Simmons should just be hanging up somewhere. Frankly, a picture of Kyrie because, look, man, Kyrie, you got, you had Cleveland, and you know, then you get, then they got, they brought you LeBron. You had LeBron for three years, and then you got the Boston. Boston opened you, welcomed you with open arms. They gave you the keys. They gave you the keys. And then you had issues with Boston. You said Boston didn't help you, and then you went to Brooklyn and. You went to Brooklyn and dismantled. Remember Brooklyn had that nice little, that nice young team with, uh, was it, it was D'Angelo Russell, wasn't it? Yeah, D'Angelo. Um, they had seven. Didn't they? No, hold on. Cle- Cleveland got a 
Jared Allen out of that one. Yeah, they they that was a nice young team. They went in there, fired that coach, brought in Steve Nash, brought in their puppet, they <laughs> brought in their puppet coach. They fired that coach because he didn't want to play DeAndre Jordan on starting rotation. So no, they bring Steve Nash in and they move Steve Nash out. Because you know, Steve Nash is the problem, apparently. And then, you know, all the stuff that happened with Kyrie earlier this year, we're not going to recap all that. Lord have mercy. I don't want to get into that with the whole toughness, you know. But I was listening to Kyrie give his interview with, with Dallas, and he's basically saying, you know, Brooklyn did him dirty. Man, at a certain point, you got to look at yourself and go, you know, maybe it's me. You know, if all your relationships, if all my relationships start ending up the same way, maybe I need to look at myself and be like, maybe I'm the problem here. You know, well, how we was talking the other night, G. How I, I was saying that New York literally changed laws so Kyrie can play basketball because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, and that's that's wild. So don't even get me started on that. So. All right, so got to get started on the uh, the Kyrie vaccination thing, but we will get started on the trade deadline, and we—I mean, the, the Rui Hachimura thing is that's that's that. Let's talk about the real stuff. It, it, it kind of started with Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie yeah. demands a trade on Thursday, and he's trading on what Sunday? Yeah, he, he demands a trade. He's trading on six. Monday. Is that Monday? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he demands. Yeah. Dallas Mavs make a big swing. They pick up uh, Kyrie over and uh, one of the Morris brothers. Or they give up Spencer Dinwiddie, Dory Finney-Smith, a 2029 first-round pick and two future second-round picks. Now, the rumor is Kyrie wants four years, $200 million. How do we think? Is this a smart play from Dallas, or this is a desperation play from Dallas? Um, I think it's. I'd, I'd probably lean more towards desperation, just because. And maybe that's not even the you word. You know, what this smells like. This smells like the Boogie Cousins to New Orleans trade. Just that last little grasp to keep you know to keep mm. the superstar happy. Man, this is on paper, on 2K. This is awesome, you know. Yeah, and it's like, like looking back at LeBron and Cleveland with Kyrie, like they did a good job about who's bringing it up, who's handling it, but Lucas little bit different than LeBron like he he kind of dribbles the dare out of the ball so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do about it it would almost be better I, if they would have brought in a six man for for Luka because that's when the Mavs kind of lose they lose their way whenever Luka goes sit on the bench yeah 
Yeah, maybe Morris wouldn't have been the one. I mean, Dinwiddie and Finney Smith, they were they were playing really good. So that, that's kind of – this is a definitely, like, the biggest question mark for me on the trade deadline. It's the biggest question mark? Okay. Like, as well, – can it be successful? Or are we going to – be looking two years from now like well where's Kyrie gone well, it's kind of interesting because when that trade when this trade just happens the west isn't what the west is now you know <laughs> as of 10 o'clock you know tonight you know I mean yeah, the, thanks, the west looks completely different <laughs> yeah it, it literally turned into the wild wild west real quick yeah I just, I just worry about just can you can you make Kyrie happy or is he just a guy that doesn't what, what's the movie with Will Ferrell where he's the race car driver oh Talladega Nights yeah and his dad who just can't he can't have a happy moment he can't have <laughs> like it can't be peaceful like he you yeah. know sometimes you, you just gotta flip like just Go crazy in Applebee's. Yeah, man. Sometimes you can do that. Been there. I, I hope, hope Kyrie finds whatever piece he's looking for. But I just wonder because when Agent of Chaos Kyrie shows up, is Luca? Does Luca have the alpha in him to step to that? You know, it seems like the only person that he ever that ever stepped back to him was was LeBron. That was the only one. You know, Tatum and them were too. They were too. They were too young. You know, they were. They were young enough to. Be, they were still kind of. And and that's what's crazy, like, because I thought Kyrie wanted to be top dog, which he had in Boston. You're talking to you're talking to a Boston guy in this chat room right now. Like he'll like, tell you. Like if that if that wasn't like. It might be a situation where the grass is always greener on the other side. Kyrie wanted what he wanted. He wanted he wanted him in the start lineup, and he wanted Hayward in the start uh, start lineup. And that meant either Tatum or Brian had to sit on the bench. And when the coach started playing Tatum then more often, he started getting butt hurt. Okay, so breaking news, the Hall of Fame class has been announced. And uh, Offensive Player of the Year. My, I just keep getting... An MVP. I, don't, I, I didn't want to say anything if we want to just kind of stick to basketball first. And... Well, okay, we'll get into it then. We'll get into it then in football talk. I, I haven't... There's there's two there's two notable names that are missing from that Hall of Fame list. But... We'll continue. Uh, so, do we really care about the Wayne Dedman uh, trade to the Spurs? No. No, cash option. Oh, cash consideration? Cash consideration. Yeah. Keep, Edwards. <laughs> we might pay off. It pretty much jumps up to the, the Lakers trade. Yeah, so that's pretty much the next big trade. 
the Lakers kind of, uh, I don't know whether it was a, okay, we've gotten past the scoring record. The scoring record was the, was the story of the first half of the year. Now that we're past the scoring record team, let's try to, go ahead. Before we jump into this one, it was reported that they, for Kyrie, they gave the Lakers kind of a ridiculous offer just so he wouldn't go there. Well, Joe Side didn't, he didn't make the mandate. He's like, oh, I'll trade your ass, but I'm not trading you to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go where you want to go. Yeah, that's kind of... I don't, I mean, I don't kind of blame <laughs> after everything I had to sit through, you know. Um, so the Lakers, the Lakers got DeAndre Russell, Malik Beasley, Jerry Vanderbilt, the Timberwolves got Mike Conley, NAW, Oh boy, he's a former, former Pelican. Uh, 2024 second round pick swap via the Lakers. The 2025 second round pick via Utah. And 2026 second round pick via Utah. And the Jazz got Russell Westbrook, uh, Juan uh, Anderson, Damian Jones, the 2027 first round pick via the Lakers. I wish the Lakers didn't come off that first round pick. Yeah. For, for their sake. Just... You know, I'm, I'm not rooting for any team in any of these situations. I mean, outside the Pelicans, but man, it's. I mean, I mean that happens all the time. People, people like, future. yeah, people. I want to win right now. That happens all the time. But you, you're in 13th place. You're in 13th place. <laughs> like, they're not uh, in 13th in ticket sales. Oh, they're not in 13th in ticket sales. <laughs> LA Mark, that's I do like the moves that they made. Um, it does help them to try to at least get into playoff contention, but I believe that it puts them in a better situation after LeBron leaves because the team that they had, if LeBron was to leave in two years, was complete trash. At least they have some kind of young pieces right now to maybe trade or no re-sign in the future but I, I like what they did Could they, can they sneak into that that playing spot possibly but yeah that first round they actually gave that first round pick up which they was trying to hold on to for the longest and it's gone now so gone <laughs> It could be, we talked about the dark times of the Lakers. It could be some dark times for the Lakers with all these draft picks gone now. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, it used to be, you know, when you're when you're dealing with LeBron, you know, you're all in for right there. He's, he's like a crop. You know, he sprouts this fruit, you know, you'll compete and all that. But when he goes... You know, he, he stripped the land of, like, soil. He stripped the land of nutrients. But you kind of get a rebuild, a quick rebuild that happens. It happened with the Heat. It happened with the Cavs. The, the Cavs, the, the second time has been way better than the first time. We'll say that. But There was like, a little I bit really... of bitterness. There was a little bit of bitterness the first time. He's like, yeah, the wrote that stupid, that stupid damn letter, and it's just like, come on, man! Like, you, LeBron just took this team to the finals with the worst, 
the worst final team ever. I've been I've been hurt twice in my life, and that's one of the two. <laughs> what am I? And I don't know which one's number one. Um, but I I I want to. The Jazz has been playing great, so I'm. I want to see what this does to to Russell Westbrook. He has to be a candidate for a buyout, right? With his contract? I mean, I mean the Jazz the Jazz really aren't paying anyone right now. Like go like cause they got rid of Gobert and then Spider, like I don't know. I kind of feel bad for, for, for Russ in some ways because I feel like the person that I would have traded in the Lakers team is not is not Russ. He he was kind of the scapegoat for the Lakers. Come in, come in, come in. What's me your Lakers fans? Like for not producing. AD was a bigger issue for me than Russ. Yeah, but it's have you watched AD the last week? It is. Have you? I've watched him like ever since the bubble. Like he, he is not. I, I, I should say I haven't watched him since the bubble. You know, I had I had eight good years with AD, and watching him on the Lakers, I'm like, bro, this is not even. You're not even a shell of the guy you were. You know what the red flag was for me? I think it was the, the same red flag probably for you. Well, you you probably had a red flag before me, G. But when they did an interview with him, I think it was 2021. And they said it was like maybe a week or so before uh, camp. And he said he had picked up a, a basketball all. all oh, work. yeah. And then Twitter clown him. He went and got the shooting coach. <laughs> Like, bro, you're supposed to be on this all-time great list. You ain't you ain't balling in the offseason? Like, how did you put him on the set of Is Izzy's had red flags, traffic cones, like he's had it all. I tried to warn people, because New Orleans is such a small market and it's not covered all the time, that yeah, when Davis is on, I love watching that version of Anthony Davis. But there's always a bump or a bruise or he played lethargic, you know, and we just thought it was just like, oh, maybe he he just kind of like, he don't really like his team. But no, you got LeBron James. And you still playing like this. So how, what was the deciding factor for him to be a top 75? Say, say the quiet part out loud. I want you to speak yeah. from your heart. Is that a is that a clutch sports logo? I see it back there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I knew it was over the summer before when the summer before in New Orleans when he signed with when he signed with Clutch. I was like, oh yeah, they finna get him out of here. They finna get him out of New Orleans. And the same thing happened. To, the same thing happened to Lonzo. 
the year before the season, the summer before the season started, Lonzo signed with Clutch. I was like, oh, he out. Oh yeah, no, and no, comes. no Clutch players are playing in the smoothie center. Yeah. <laughs> and then come to find out uh, with their Mitch Max seats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate. I hate. I would say I hate Clutch sports. You just, I just don't like how Clutch treats certain markets. Right, only down to us. Like, if you want, and uh, we're, we're taking like a detour. Here's how I take LeBron. If LeBron, when LeBron left Cleveland, if LeBron really wanted to win two or three more championships, he should have went to New Orleans, where the exact same team that he tried to recreate in LA was already there in New Orleans. It was already there. Go look at the rosters. It was already there. But, he but went then to we would have never got Space Jam too. It's true, you know. <laughs> wouldn't have been in, wouldn't have been in versus multiverses that uh, Warner Brothers game. But anyway, uh, watch Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry. And anything else on this trade? Well, you kind of got to try this trade into the next trade because there's like, oh, we got Westbrook out of here. Guess who else we gonna get out of here? Pat oh, Bev, yeah. <laughs> Pat Bev, get get out. Uh, you see uh, Pat Bev tweet or whatever. Yeah, he thought he was going. He thought him and D'Lo was going to be going to be rolling, and then you're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back together again? Uh, no. Five minutes. So in this trade, the Nuggets got uh, Thomas Bryant. The Lakers got Mo Bamba. Uh, a David Reed in the second round pick. The Clippers got Bones Highland, and then the Magic got Patrick Beverly, a 2024 second round pick in cash consideration from Los Angeles. So, how much cash do you think they gave? Last year, I was able to go to a Nuggets game, and that was one of the games where Bones went off. That dude can score when he's hot. You think, uh, You think he's he's gonna crack the starting rotation? In, uh, in the, the no, I, I think I think he's he could be an amazing six man for Clippers. Gotcha. I like the tra- I like the Mobamba uh, move for the Lakers. Yeah, that'd be good. I just <laughs> it's just funny just the move in Patrick Beverly just. Moving Westbrook and Patrick Beverly at the same time. Another thing I don't like, I don't like that there's all this stuff coming out from sources about Westbrook all of a sudden. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Don't, don't trash a guy when he's on his way out. He already gone, you know? Yeah. We knew this was a bad, a bad, a bad trade when y'all made the trade like last year, you know? Brother, uh, the way they be dogging my ESPN. Uh, they say uh, when he was at OKC, Durant was carrying him, and I was like, "Bro, are y'all sit- like y'all really trying to destroy this man' character and everything, bro? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't balling." Well, it's like he said, you know, when he was talking about how I skipped the West Westbrook, he was like, "Bro, my kids go to school and they got hit. You know what I'm saying? They school age, and kids coming up on them and saying Carmen Westbrook and stuff." All right, so this is this is one like you know, I feel like the 
the Rockets made some weird moves. Uh, this is one of them. This is the Atlanta, the Atlanta and uh, Houston trade. The Hawks mm. received uh, Bruno Fernando and Garrison Matthews. And then the Rockets got Justin Holiday, uh, Frank Kaminsky, a 2024 second round pick, and a 2025 second round pick from OKC. I mean, I like Justin Holiday. I mean, I think so. Justin Holiday is a solid, a solid player, but I don't understand the... Sometimes I don't understand the point of some of these trades. Sometimes some of these trades are just like, we're making a trade just to make a trade. Just to freshen the <laughs> I'm pot. I'm bored. Yeah, it's like, I don't like this roster. Hold on, not competing for nothing, but, you know. Yeah, good Good for Kaminsky still playing. Yeah. <laughs> then the Suns, and, the Suns and Thunder got a trade going. The Suns uh, received Davis Basler, and then the Thunder received Dario in the future, one future second round pick. You can't have any more picks, Thunder. No more <laughs> picks. So, uh, didn't John Wall go back to Houston? We're going to get to that. Yeah. We're going off <laughs> the list. Yeah, I think he... Now, this is the one that I thought was going to be... I thought the Warriors were going in a direction and they ended up not going in a direction. So, the Pistons got James Wiseman. James Wiseman. The Lakers got Gary Payton II. Got Gary Payton II back. Warriors got yeah, the Warriors, my bad. The Warriors got Gary Payton second back, and then two future second round, two future second round picks from Atlanta. The Hawks received Sadiq Bay, and the Trailblazers received Kevin Knotts and five future second round picks. This is when I went, oh, this is what the market is telling me. No one gives a shit about second round picks because they're just bunching these things up in barrels and just throwing them out the door. You can have <laughs> half a dozen. <laughs> it's not donuts. Like, what are we doing? Here's a, here's a baker's dozen of uh, <laughs> <laughs> my second round. Jesus Christ. So, I'm kind of surprised they moved Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Even though I understand them bringing Gary Payton a second back. Especially considering he knows that system very well. And you have the issue You have the issue with uh, how long is Steph out? We don't know how long he's out for. We know he's out for a few weeks. With some sort of ligament damage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what they say is down definitely, right? Um, yeah. I don't like the word ligament damage. Because we start talking ligament damage, then you know, you know, that's when we, you know, stuff start getting start getting weird. I mean, Wiseman was the he was the number two overall. Yeah, and I, I thought he did it. Maybe, maybe he's just not a Steve Kerr guy. Yeah, maybe he's not a Steve Kerr guy. And they, you know, the 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 chance to get somebody like Gary Payton a second back, who I think they they really love, but they they just couldn't pay for him. Mm-hmm. So Gary Payton second got paid, and then he got traded back to the team he was on. So I ain't mad at you. And then. Lord have mercy. So, this trade happens, and then this massive, Jesus Christ. So, this was at, like, what? Like, three in the morning? I got up. I was still awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got up, and, like, you know, like, you check your phone, and you kind of like, Ugh. And I thought I was tripping. I thought I read some shit incorrectly. <laughs> so... The Suns get Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. 
the Nets get Mikael Bridges, Cameron Johnson, Juan Pablo Vallette, a 2023 first round pick from Phoenix, 2025 first round pick from Phoenix, 2027 first round pick from Phoenix, 2028 first round swap from Phoenix, 2028 second round pick from Milwaukee, 2029 first round pick from Phoenix, 2029 second round pick from Milwaukee. The Bucks get Jay Crowder. The Pacers <laughs> receive George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan Noir, three future second round picks from Milwaukee, and cash consideration from Brooklyn. And I think Ibaka has already been uh, on the buyout market. I think he's already on the buyout market. And shout out to George. Shout out to George Hill still getting paychecks. Yeah, shout I was out like, to George Hill. I'm, did the Bucks win by getting Jay Crowder? I think that's the sneaky part of this trade. That's the sneakiest <laughs> move out of the entire trade deadline is the Bucks snuck in there and got somebody because Middleton, as much as Jay, Jay Crowder is a playoff player. Yes. <laughs> and Middleton Jay almost been on 30 teams too. True. True. But he can step in there like Middleton. Middleton's availability became a real issue for the Bucks in the playoffs last year. Especially when they went up against a, a, a really full, you know, Boston team. And you're going to need all hands on deck to beat this Boston team. And you need to bring as many people as possible that can, that can play ball. I just... How, how old is... Kevin Durant's got to be 30, what, 35? So he came 34. out what? <laughs> I think uh, So Kevin Durant basically went for yeah. one, two, three, four, five first rounders, six first rounders. Mikael Bridges and Cameron Johnson. That's a lot of shit for a 35 year old player. Now they got him for three more. He's, he's under contract for three more years, which contract don't mean nothing in the NBA. Um, but I don't I don't think it's a big three in Phoenix because it seemed like Chris Paul had moved into a different part of his career play-wise so you're going to have Booker you're going to Durant Chris Paul's going to be facilitating but they don't really have much as far as defense go yeah the defense took a hit with that trade and all the picks you just gave up, you can't you can't rebuild the bench. I mean, it's a, it's a nice trade to have. Like I said, it's a, it's a 2K trade, it's a video game trade. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a nice trade to have. But man, on the nights where you know, KD got a sore Achilles and Chris Paul low managing and. Devin Booker hurt his hamstring again, and you got him around the bench. That's gonna be ooh, that's gonna be rough. I mean, it, it, seeing that would be fun, but it also be fun to see like what can the next the Nets do with damn near like four first round picks from Phoenix. So it seems like and, the, and within a six year span. Yeah. Because this, this, these picks go beyond the Durant era in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So is this a situation where, kind of like the uh, 
the Garnett Paul Pierce trade where it's kind of like it was like a B you know when the trade went down but then because of what ended up happening with the Nets that ended up being an A plus trade for Boston right yeah I mean Phoenix could do the same thing like you get these great players but if you if you do not win a title it's not worth it Let's talk about this Nets team as currently constructed. Let's look at the Nets roster. <laughs> Bro, if, I, if I'm Cam, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson. Cam Thomas, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> like, I wake up in Phoenix now, man, but Brooklyn with Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. Cut through. Cutthroat uh, NBA, man. Lord have mercy, this looks terrible. Hey, what, is, what is it now? Like Patty Mills' team? So it's... <coughs> um, Nick Claxton at the center, Doris Finney-Smith at power forward, Mikael Bridges... Wait, no. Yeah, Mikael Bridges at, uh, at SF Camp Thomas, and then Spencer Dinwiddie. Ben Simmons is listed as the second, uh, the second starting point guard. Lord have mercy. And then Seth Curry, Cam Johnson, Royce O'Neal. We're gonna have the players. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, Cam Johnson, because he came off of Phoenix. Mikael Bridges was playing nice though, like, and Finney Smith. Do you know what? Uh, what Ben Simmons' points per game, uh, what his stats is this year? 2022-2023 season stats? I'm not gonna look. What his points per game? Yeah, probably ain't even hit 100 points yet. I bet seven. It is 7.2. <laughs> six rebounds, six assists. That is like firm second. Second units uh, point guard stash right there. Oh yeah, that the guy that comes in the last like three minutes before the second quarter ends. Man, that that's but that's not what they're paying for. They man, I take the hit. I I cut that motherfucker, bro. I don't want to see you in the building. Oh yeah, he'd, he'd be. Like, hey, we'll, we'll pay you these millions, but like you're, yeah, you're, the pop, you're, you're the popcorn guy now. We'll pay you're, you this new way. You're gonna walk up and down these aisles, going beer here. Popcorn, get your popcorn. <laughs> so Ben Simmons right now, base salary. He's 26 years old. Base salary right now is thirty-five million dollars. Wow! Next year, thirty-seven million dollars. Bro, I can get you the points. 2024, 2025, 40 million dollars. Jesus Christ! That's a lot of picks. That's a lot. That's a lot of money, and a lot of. I I feel bad for my next friends. 
you know, you know who you are. I can call you out my name. I know you're shamed right now, but, you know, man. Did he win you guys the NIT? No. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. <laughs> Don't, okay, here's what happened. So they didn't make the tournament, okay? They didn't make the tournament of 64 teams. It was more than that, actually, but, you know, the tournament of 64. And then when they invited us to the NIT, he refused to play to get ready for the draft. And that's what he's doing in the league right now. <laughs> he's still getting ready for the draft. <laughs> he, he needs to go see a sports psychologist. And then he need to figure out whether he wants to play football. I mean, football, play basketball. Hell, you might, shit, he might do better in football. Put him in a tight end and see what happens. Yeah. Dude, it was one of my favorite NBA Twitter personalities. Who? Kuzma. Kuzma's pretty funny, man. He's hilarious. He's calling all these teams out for tampering and stuff. Tampering. And there's other ones that we didn't we didn't really cover, like uh, Mason Pumley, uh getting traded to Los Angeles and we did that one we did oh shout out to Eric Gordon for going back to going back to the Clippers after all these years uh, and then John Wall gets traded to the Rockets after he trashed the Rockets famously in that podcast and I think they already they already wrote him off didn't they I think they already I think they already bought him out and then uh, Danny Green on the Rockets now if I'm Danny Green, I'm begging him, please, just, please, find my contract out. Uh, the Grizzlies got Luke Kennard. Uh, is, it, is it time for John Wall to hang it up? I don't want to say that, man, because it's like he never got the chance to. If you have your own dance, you can play as long as you want. No, he he never. I mean, <laughs> he never got the chance to kind of. Is that hold up? Is that because <clears throat> it's just kind of the same thing with Bill? Washington loved dishing out that money, and for a while he was taking those checks. Yeah, no yeah, problem. While he was hurt, yeah, he, he was taking the checks in pretty nicely. Hey, is Josh Richardson any good? Uh, Joey, I know you watch more sports ball than anybody else. I know. Say again? Is Josh Richardson any good? Is Josh Richardson? Yeah. The Spurs. Who, the Pelicans? The Pelicans traded for him. I didn't watch, I didn't watch a lot of Spurs ball this year. Oh, I had literally. Uh-huh. He averaged like 11 points a game or something like that. That's fine. As long as we got out of, we got out of, yeah, uh, Demonte Graham, that's fine. No offense, but he just like he just he he didn't need to be in the lineup rotation. He's taking minutes from from the from the, from the junior guys. <laughs> Is there anything that we learned outright about the trade deadline from this year? Anything like one central theme besides like the 
the second round picks just don't matter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's all you could say is like, this isn't the NFL. Picks are pawns. Man, could you imagine? Can you imagine somebody in the NFL <laughs> trading like? Oh yeah, like even go. day three, day three picks, like a bunch of third round picks, third and fourth round picks, people would lose their mind. Yeah, like. Oh, this Cincinnati traded Joe Burrow, and they got four first-round picks. I believe that uh, the Eastern Conference is quiet right now. Everybody's <laughs> quietly moved over. Well, not quietly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's He's a big winner. The- Keys wants a congratulations right now. <laughs> I, I, hey, we still got work to do. My whole my whole starting lineup is injured right now. We got people with fractured faces, face. Uh, everybody was on the injury report tonight. What did you think about for a hot second there? Jalen Brown had popped up in the in the trade sessions for for Durant. This it's it's. I'm glad it's over. Cause it was like that. <laughs> I'm really for real. Cause it was like that at the beginning of the season. It's always been Jalen Brown for Durant, and even all of the the sports pages, the Boston sports pages, have Durant in a Celtics outfit, and I'm glad it's finally over. That's because all these teams, all these, all these. It seems like everybody just wants like a microwave team that just like is instantly competitive instead of building and developing players. It's pretty wild. I think the other thing that we've seen is just I think that everyone looked at the West and then that comment that was made by Ja, ja Morant and you know when they said with the Grizzlies like we're not worried about the West you know you better be worried now because not a big guns that showed up Kyrie out there Katie out there the Lakers got better the Warriors got better uh-huh. I feel like the team that makes it to the Western Conference Finals is gonna be banged up. Going oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be war. Well, your war is you, coming. You got. What'd you think? Go ahead. What'd you think about it? Oh, all of like the the old heads in sports media telling John to figure his shit out. Well, he should figure his shit. Okay, so let's let's backtrack a little bit because we hadn't we hadn't recorded since this happened. Uh. Few of Josh's friends got banned from the uh, the FedEx. Was it the FedEx forum? That, yeah, Indiana, yeah, Indiana game. Yeah, uh, which is FedEx forum is where the Grizzlies play at. Uh, nice, it was a nice stadium because they got into altercation with some people, and then there was a, a laser light flashed out that the guard swore was a gun. Uh, they haven't been able to corroborate whether it was a gun or not. All I'm saying is, I don't carry laser pointers on me all the time. You know what I'm saying? And I, I brief, <laughs> you know, sometimes like I do presentations, I don't have a laser pointer on me, you know? So what is a a $200 million, you know, basketball player gonna have a laser pointer on for? Josh yeah. needs to be careful with, Josh slowly starting to, you can tell that this incident kind of wore the goodwill that he's had with people. People enjoy job, but, don't nobody want to enjoy the bullshit. And I think also, it was... 
I'll, I'll give Gary a little wrestling term like heel turn. You can go, you, like you can go babyface to heel quick. Yeah, you can go babyface to heel real quick. And yeah. it also comes down to uh, he wasn't talking that much, and then he started saying, "Oh, I'm not worried about the West." Uh, he ready for anybody and fans don't like people that get cocky or think they're too much <laughs> so as soon as he started saying that oh he's I've seen the thug comment with, with Dylan, Dylan Brooks like that comment comes because you start carrying yourself a certain way and man it's just it's starting to remind me of like you just you give years Iverson yeah, he started to give me them Iverson vibes, and but the difference is, Iverson was <laughs> he was about it. <laughs> Look, you you read the stories. Let's just say you read the stories. Um, Even his dancing, he now everybody. Oh, I hate his dancing. He's always dancing on the court. Like, bro, he's still putting up stats. He kind of reminded me of, of, ironically, John Wall. Remember when John Wall, you know what I'm saying? Well, he's doing John the, Wall uh, want to be associated with the gang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was the gangster so bad, bro? You was like, Yeah, he's on dance with it. The flex thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was talking about earlier. But look man. Companies just just invested heavily in you. Nike just invested heavily in you. Made your face of a shoe brand. And I understand like you don't want to change. You don't want to change up on your friends or whatever. But fuck that. You know, you we're talking about life changing money here. You better, you better get your shit together. And you better find friends that want to change up for you. Look, okay, another example. Look at LeBron's squad. LeBron took his whole squad and was like, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do." And now they all rich, right? Yeah, they all doing some kind of. I'm, yep. I'm gonna put you in a position. To not have to be on my shoulder, but but again with it's not all Jai either. It ain't like how, they, how they said. Uh, he said that everybody hate Memphis now. It's kind of true because with the the altercation with Shannon, but they start oh, carrying themselves a certain way. It's something about like those dudes from South Carolina, though. I'll tell you. Hey, <laughs> he goaded around here, bro. But I'm just saying, his his teammate, he his teammate in the locker room, like, yeah, like he he talking about uh, Shannon Sharp, like Shannon Sharp ain't a damn Hall of Famer. Like, what are you talking about, guy? Who are you? Also, know. if you if you've been following kind of local reporting around the Memphis area, uh, there seems to be a little bit of. It's not like they don't like him, but. There's some scattered reporting about Pops. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Pops need to take a step back too. There, 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 there is a... His Pops is like he's blind. There, there's an issue with egos in, in small markets. Yeah, especially in markets that is just, it only has the basketball team. Mm-hmm. You know, like in, in New Orleans. Okay, you can have whatever you, you want, but from August to December, 
You know what time it is. Yeah. It's who that nature. Yeah. But but yeah, he he kind of just needs to understand. Look, man, your your business. Oh yeah, Nike will pull stuff quick. Ask Kyrie. Yeah, look at they Kyrie. put up. They put up with a lot of Kyrie stuff before they pulled the plug. I, I saw yeah. Kyrie roll around with them. Um, what's them uh, shoes with the wheels on them? I saw him. <laughs> roll, I saw him rolling on court with them shits on. <laughs> All right. Is there is there anything else like trade deadline and then kind of just Kyrie and? John Moran is just basketball kind of related because I kind of want to put all the basketball stuff in one big episode. Nah, it's we just got the when is All Star break? Should be coming up this month, right? It should. She has All Star game should come up in the weakest. Let's see. Are they, they are they doing the the draft again? I think they did it already. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. And it's in Salt Lake City, so don't nobody really care. <laughs> Team Allen versus Team LeBron again. Oh, Alright, well, that should wrap up most of the basketball stuff. We're gonna gonna hit stop on the record just gonna go up to the cloud come back and then we're gonna pop another episode in we're gonna be talking football so uh thank you fellas this is part one of two i appreciate you i'll see you guys in like five minutes yeah let's take a quick five